Hello everybody, welcome to the Grow As You Go podcast. This is your host, Michaela Deal. And today, I'm so, so sorry if you can hear any type of background noise or anything. I am coming to you live from one, my childhood bathroom in the basement of my home I grew up in. (laughs) Sitting in the bathroom with a computer chair in here, trying to one, be quiet as I possibly can because my dad is sleeping upstairs. Also, we have two dogs upstairs, so I'm trying to not rile them up and my mic just decided to break or something so it's not working so if you hear more background noise than you normally do i apologize but it's either me doing it this way or me not using a mic or not recording this week so i figured i know you guys want me to record this week i did talk to a little bit i talked to some of you on tiktok and you said just to like do it even if it is quicker even if it is kind of whatever so we are going for it okay full-fledged holiday edition So today I felt like it was very on brand, very what I'm living and breathing in currently to talk about being home for the holidays and everything that comes along with that. So whether that is stress, whether that is anxiety, whether that is excitement, but just overwhelmed and just have so much going on. I'm here to talk about all those things. I know it can be hard for some people to go home for the holidays. It can be fun for some people to go home for the holidays. So I'm here to kind of hit you with both, mainly to kind of share my experience with being home, how it makes me feel, struggles I have when I go through it, things that I find helpful to kind of keep me on track, especially this year, because I would say a lot of growth has happened for me in the past year or so. Like a year ago when I came home, I've grown so much mentally in the past year that like I'm not even just saying that. Like I'm way more self-aware and I have tools to use to like help myself stay calm, stay focused, just a better grip of my emotions and reality and being able to act as positive as I can in situations that normally really stress me out and bring kind of the worst out of me. Also at the end, I'm going to be sharing my personal goals for the new year and just kind of like how to kickstart and get yourself in the right mindset for the new year as well. But so briefly, I mean, to start, I am home. Um, in the thick of it and for you guys that have been listening and you guys that kind of follow along with me a little bit I have shared that like my family dynamic is a little bit different than some people's necessarily so when I come home for the holidays it's not a oh my gosh like this is such a great time I'm so excited to be here it's more I'm dealing with this arguments just family dynamic stuff that's just not so fun that is kind of what I'm used to and I'm working on making the most of that because I don't want things to continue that way and just kind of changing the way that I react in certain situations to help kind of bring the most positive outcome because my family there's there's just I, I could go on for a long time and I'm not trying to get like too too deep into all that but basically when I come home normally it stresses me out there's a lot to do even right now like the fact that I'm sitting down here in my house with my dad upstairs like talking very loudly about this kind of thing makes me slightly uncomfortable just because I wouldn't want him to be hearing me talking about this kind of thing on here and I feel like I am kind of having to whisper in general just because this house everything echoes and downstairs he also has chickens like random side note but as I was trying to find like the right place to set up to one not wake him up and to two um not have like a lot of background noise because like the one room I would have went in which is just like the basement area with a couch he has a pellet stove on so that was making a lot of noise and then in the garage I was hearing something and I'm like what am I hearing right now like I was like my dad's sleeping like what is this like rustling around that I'm hearing 
it's his chickens. I forgot he has a freaking chicken coop in the garage for a second. So he has two chicken coops outside, but he also has a chicken coop in the basement that's ginormous. And so it was the chickens <laughs> like jumping around in there. And I think I was freaking them out because I was making noises. But that's just a random funny side note. But basically, coming home for the holidays stresses me out. It always has. My family dynamics never been this very like we are so happy comes easy can talk about anything type of family dynamic unfortunately I wish I could say otherwise but I'm not gonna try I'm gonna try to not get too too much into that but because that's not what this is necessarily about but basically never really had a great time when I would come home even if I was really excited for it because I would come home a lot I lived with my dad like all of it but just different personalities short fuses with anger um, differences in general, things we want to discuss and talk about and choose to talk about all the time. And I think one major thing that like I notice personally when I come home and I've already noticed it when I've came home this like, and I've been home for like 24 hours currently or a little bit over is that everybody wants to see you. Everybody wants to pull you in every direction. And that can be really stressful because it's on you to prioritize who am I going to spend time with right now? What am I going to do? When am I going to see these people? You know what I mean? So like, for example, last night I got home and immediately my friends wanted to see me. Obviously love to see my friends. And, but just in general, I drove two days. So I one need to sleep and just like chill out a little bit before I start like socializing and doing all that stuff one, but I considered it. So seeing my friends was one thing. And then on top of that, my sister also wanted me to like go out and do stuff with her. And then on top of that, I'm, I'm staying at my dad's house and I have Marshall and I haven't even made it home yet. And people are already trying to take, you know what I mean? They're like have me go somewhere. And I just was, it can be stressful basically one coming home in general, but then having to prioritize and figure out who you want to see first and all that stuff. So me personally, last night I came home, I haven't even unloaded my car yet. And my friends were trying to see me and I was like, uh, I'll just see you guys like a different day. I just got home, like my dad made dinner, just because in general it's hard and you have to think about how you're making the people that you're seeing feel as well, even if it is something that maybe isn't going to be maybe the best thing in the world. Like obviously seeing my dad is something I enjoy doing and talking to him and catching up with him, but sometimes seeing friends can be more of a positive situation for me. So having to learn how to prioritize in those moments. I didn't want to leave my house right away. One, I have a dog. My dad's excited to see him. My dad's excited to see me. I'm also excited to see my dad. So in those situations, you just got to think like, how is it going to make the person that like about to see feel if I leave right away? You know what I mean? So I would say learning how to prioritize in these situations is very important because it's taken me many years to do it and I'm just starting to figure it out more. Um, and like how I want to be and how I want to interact and what I want to prioritize first because as you grow up your priorities do definitely change and going and drinking with my friends would have been something that I would have prioritized number one but moving away and living in a different state I just see things differently and I know how important it is to prioritize family especially like anytime that you can with them um so that is something that I'm really prioritizing. I would say at this point in my life, like even if it is something that's not super easy, doesn't come super naturally, is continuing to prioritize family and work on those relationships, even if they're not so easy. And maybe there's been things in the past that have made them hard within reason. 
if you have extremely toxic family dynamics or like trauma or really bad stuff that's happened in your life, I feel that and I understand that and I'm really sorry. So like, I don't want you to think or anyone to think that like I'm saying, if you have like really bad stuff that's going on in your family to like continue being around them, because that's a totally different story. And I fully support stepping away from people in your family. If you feel like they are really causing negative turmoil in your life and only bringing you down and causing you to feel really badly about yourself or maybe something um, along some form of abuse has occurred. If so, I totally understand. And I would say seek help in those moments to professionally like kind of learn how to act in these moments. But I think it's totally fine to not keep somebody in your life that's a family member if it is detrimental to your mental health and your well-being overall. So I did, I did just want to kind of make a side note of that. I've definitely had to take space from my family in my life for those reasons. And I've learned to set boundaries in certain situations as well. It's very important to know how to assert your boundaries, to have boundaries and just use them in general. It doesn't have to be like this negative thing. Setting boundaries is amazing. And it's a huge positive. You got to know when to prioritize yourself, your mental health, the things that matter to you, because if you're not prioritizing yourself and setting boundaries with yourself, it's going to cause you to not show up your best for other people in your life and the relationships in your life. So just a little side note there that if you're finding when you come home and it's a really toxic situation, you don't want to be with certain people. Like I fully, fully commend you not going home. If it's something that's like that bad, don't do it. But for me in my current situation, it's just something where there's maybe been things in the past that like just need worked on communication, certain things that are just differences in my family. And there's just obviously every family kind of has their own stuff. And I'm not going to fully get into all of that today. But if you guys want to hear about certain things kind of that I'm hinting at at any point, I will let you know. I will open up about those things. I'm totally fine to do so. That's part of the whole reason I have this. So anything that you guys want to hear about, just let me know. Anything that can help you and make you feel better or make you feel less alone and anything I'm here to share that. So that is why I'm choosing to share the next thing with you currently. So it's one big thing that's a big deal for me currently being home and something that's just recently happened in my life. But my mom has recently been diagnosed with severe dementia and that's something that I wasn't sure when I was going to share with you guys or when I was going to talk about it on here. But I think that it's just kind of important for me to share just because I am so open with you all and I think that it plays a huge role in me being home in general right now and how that makes me feel and things that I'm going through and I know I'm not the only one dealing with this and I know that there's people that are going home being around family members that have illnesses or mental illnesses or things that they just can't control and things that are just going to affect you emotionally for sure in those moments. So. Um, a little backstory, my mom has always kind of been slightly off um, in my whole life. She's never quite been a mother to me. And I don't say this to make my mom like paint her to be some bad guy or anything, but I'm just here to kind of paint the picture because I feel like we've been knowing things have been off for quite some time. So it's kind of relieving to have some sort of answer just because I think for so long we were all kind of wondering kind of what was going on and we didn't really understand it. And I think a lot of for a lot of years like I kind of misunderstood it as neglect and there was definitely definitely instances of neglect but I've learned to have compassion towards her and our relationship for the reason of the fact that she does have severe dementia and we didn't know that until literally like a month ago not even we didn't know that until like a few weeks ago but it helps me to have compassion and I've really had compassion for years. Even in moments where I didn't quite understand maybe why she was the way that she was, I knew that there was trauma in her life that was unresolved. 
I know she's went through a lot of things in her life that have made her the way that she is. And I didn't quite understand it. And I still don't quite fully understand it. But I'm here trying to make the most of a situation where I have no control over what's happening. And being the best person that I can be and the best daughter I can be in this moment. Because I don't know a lot about dementia. But I do know that there's no cure and that it does take a tool and I don't know how much time I'm gonna have left with her um, and I do already live in Austin which is far away and I think in these situations when you learn stuff like this I think making the most of the situation is super important and trying to be as positive as you can because it's very easy and I kind of went through this recently where I was like really down on myself about it and it you're gonna have emotions if this is something that you're going through or any type of situation like this where you are just really kind of like one obviously sad two just kind of confused and mourning the loss of something you know what I mean like I don't know I feel not to get too deep with you guys but I just feel like I've always kind of I've mourned the loss of my mom at a very early age where I don't feel like I have one because I don't really um so I think that just in general kind of mourning a loss of a parent even when they're alive can be a really hard thing to do because you have them and they're there but like you don't talk to them they don't even think to talk to you in certain situations like with her she doesn't even know how to open her phone you know what I mean like there's just it's just kind of it's it's a really sad thing and I'm gonna try to not get into this a bunch just because obviously it's very new and fresh for me and it is really upsetting but where I was going with this you are going to be trying to figure out a lot of stuff I feel like whenever you go through this kind of thing where you don't quite get it and I think that it's important to feel whatever you're feeling if that is sadness whether whatever it is feel those emotions and allow yourself to cry and allow yourself to feel down about them for sure but definitely be patient with yourself and be understanding with yourself and just know that everything you're feeling is so valid and you're doing the best that you can and to look at it in a more positive way because something kind of switched in my head um, today where I was like, okay, like my mom is currently in a nursing home for dementia and she'll probably never live in a house again by herself and she shouldn't, <laughs> she quite frankly should not. But it's just kind of just a slap in my face like things are different now, they're going to be different now. There's nothing that you could do to change them except move forward and try to see them as most as positive as you possibly can. So the new normal is me visiting her somewhere, even if it's in a dementia unit and it's really scary. <laughs> like that's the new normal. So, um, you know, I think it's just kind of being open to the new things going on and trying to see the most positive side of them, even if they are very dark sad things. Obviously I'm sad that this is my reality currently and I am sad that I'm never going to have a mom that is going to really be there with me. To, I've never had that mom figure to coach me through my life, to give me advice, to teach me about the things that I should have learned at a really young age. I just never really had that and not to make this a super sad thing but these are actual thoughts, real things that I'm going through and I think it's normal to mourn the loss of a parent when you have one and they're still here because there's certain things that I have to accept you know so just knowing that I don't know how much time I have left with her 
and that things always are, they always do have a chance to get worse. So right now, just making the most of the moment, making the most of what she knows and remembers and trying to make her experience on this earth as happy and positive as I can possibly make it while I'm here visiting. I don't live here all the time, so I'm only gonna be able to see her as much as I can, because I do live in Texas. So I don't know, just a little side note. I think it's really important for me to just share with you where I'm at at the moment, what I'm going through mentally, and if I can help you guys in any way, if anything hits home and you want me to kind of touch more on a certain subject, please let me know, and I will. Um, but yeah, I think being home in general can be hard for many reasons. One, toxic family dynamics or just stressful family dynamics. Even if you have a close family, I think everyone, depending, I don't know because I can't really speak from it, but maybe like for example, when Abby comes home, she loves her family and her family's amazing. And even me, I am welcomed into that family with open arms. So like I spend a lot of time with them when I come home. Like tomorrow I'm going with Abby um, to visit her grandparents and then we're gonna get food and I'm gonna be with Abby's um, husband's family for Christmas Eve and then for Christmas Day I spend it with Abby and her family honestly and I still I'm gonna spend it with my family as well but a large chunk of that day is spent with them because they are that family dynamic one for me and two um, also just where I was going with this it's a really positive family to be around just in general they all love each other Everything's really, it's just really beautiful to kind of be a part of that family and see it for what it is. It's just very wholesome and I couldn't be more grateful. I also just want to let you guys know I'm not using an outline. I'm not using anything to really organize my thoughts this episode. I'm recording this at 11.22 on Sunday, December 18th. So I'm doing what I can while I'm home just because I know within the next couple days it might get more busy. I might get more stressed. I might get more not wanting to kind of do this stuff and like kind of share what I'm sharing at the moment. So I wanted to share it with you guys while I'm feeling pretty good and also give it to you guys before maybe you are getting home because I know a lot of people are traveling right now. But so if this kind of is all over the place or doesn't make a ton of sense or is kind of just we're all over the place basically, that is why because I just wanted to get something out there for you guys to give you a little bit of motivation, a little bit of positivity going into the holidays and the stressful season that it can be. But anyways, Going home with your family, sometimes families have really great family dynamics and it's awesome for you. And if so, I think that that's the coolest thing ever and I am genuinely a little bit jealous, but basically I think that that's great and I hope that you have the best time with your family and just make the most of it. Like I'm saying, even in these situations, everything comes down to making the most of it, prioritizing the people that you care about. Another thing too that's hitting home for me this week is just like so far, like I've been home a day, but like say yes and do things that people are inviting you to, even if you are a little overwhelmed and you're going through stuff. Like I came home last night, unpacked, spent a little bit of time with my dad and then woke up this morning, kind of slept in a little bit. And even though I wanted to do certain things, like honestly, I wanted to do the podcast this morning. I wanted to work out today. I wanted to do like my morning routine where I could like wake up slower, journal a little bit, whatever. Because I slept in, my sis and my sister wanted me to go Christmas shopping. I didn't have time to do a lot of that today. I did meditate this morning, but other than that, I like got up, got a shower, immediately like got ready, went with my sister because she needs me right now. Went Christmas shopping, did all that stuff. Basically helped Alyssa figure out things that Santa Claus could drop off, and then <laughs> we um, went around Altoona, just like spent some time with my sister, which was really good and. I love doing, I wish I could do more of that. And like spending time with her kids in general. I only got to see one of the three today, but like love that. And that's a huge part of my week. I can't wait to spend time with them. But after that, I went with my sister. We went and visited my mom for the first time. 
So that happened. That was the first time that I, first of all, have seen my mom in like a year. So that in itself is kind of a big deal. And then two, seeing her in that state, in a new environment, learning about her in a new way, that'll happen tonight. And so I could have allowed that moment and me going there to just allow me to kind of curl up a little bit and not want to go anywhere not want to talk to anyone, not want to do anything else. But Abby invited me to get dinner. Abby invited me over to her husband's parents' house to have crab cakes and like have dinner with them. So I was like, you know what? No, like I'm going to go. So basically my point is you have two options in situations that stress you out, right? You can either allow yourself to start catastrophizing and really get in your feels and all of that, which is valid. If you want to do that, do it. Or you can try to make the most of it, like I said, and just know, like I'm only home for so many days and I know that me going to my mom and seeing my mom like that for the first time, like, yeah, it sucked, but it also was nice to see her and there's nothing we can do about it. So I figured that it would be good for me to just go and socialize and see some people I haven't seen in a really long time, you know, which is Abby's husband's parents and just in general being around them and catching up with them, eating dinner with them, seeing Abby and Alex is always great and Grace and their baby. So to me, that is family and that always makes me feel good. So that is what I chose to do after going through that just because I feel like it's good to do. My whole point of that story is to force yourself out of your comfort zone even when maybe you're not feeling like doing certain things, do it. Like I know it can be like anxiety inducing sometimes to know that you have to see all these people, even if they're people that you really do want to see and you look forward to seeing, especially like in general, if you struggle with social anxiety, which I totally get, like sometimes your mind has a way of making you feel like you can't do things or it's too scary or you haven't done something in so long that it seems like impossible for you to do it now just because it's been a minute you haven't seen certain people in so long but like go and do it like literally just go and do it go and see those people those people love you they want to see you I promise and anything that your mind's telling you is a lie your mind sucks your mind is not your friend <laughs> a lot of the time okay it's all about re-navigating your mind and replacing those negative thoughts that are not true with positive ones. So an example would be, let's say you don't want to go somewhere because you're anxious. You're not, you're in, who knows? Okay. You're having anxiety about certain things or seeing certain people you haven't seen in so long, or just even showing face in your hometown. Maybe let's say all those people love you. Okay. The people that are inviting you to go hang out, they want you there. Go. You are literally self-sabotaging by not going to that thing. Even if, unless you really need a break, take that break. But if you know that you want to see those people and those people are people that make you feel good, go. Because it's going to feel really good, one, to connect with those people again, spend time and make memories with those people that you haven't seen and you're not going to have the chance to see again for a minute. Those are always the most wholesome, good ways to connect with people. And every time after I leave like a time hanging out with a lot of people I haven't seen in forever, I feel so like charged up. And I feel so good mentally and it just makes you feel like more in touch with yourself and who you are, I think. So I think it just kind of proves to yourself if you are someone who struggles with anxiety and you have thoughts like that to act against your thoughts. Your thoughts are going to put you in a very dark place if you allow them to. And I hope that this is making sense and it's not coming off in like a toxic way or anything like that. Like do what feels good, but also know that your mind is lying to you a lot of the time. You got to act against your mind a lot of the times because that's what's going to make you more confident and it's going to prove to yourself that you can indeed do all the things that your mind tells you that you can't do. I promise. Any type of thought that that might be. 
whether it's going and socializing with people you haven't seen in a long time, whether it is having a good positive interaction with your family that maybe isn't normally a positive thing, you can have those things. Like you can have positive interactions. It just takes work, patience, and compassion and being able to kind of not try to push certain views maybe or certain things that you might disagree with that maybe certain people that you're around have and just listening to them and just kind of re-navigating conversations or whatever. I know it can be a time where people are just kind of trying to fight about things that you don't want to talk about maybe and a lot of a lot of subjects come up and if certain subjects come up that are triggering to you or you don't want to talk about walk away go outside say that you need to take a minute or just allow yourself to stop speaking just relax and just kind of hear where they're coming from and understand that whatever they're saying that's triggering you is probably a huge part of who they are and there's really not much that you're going to say to them within this holiday interaction that's going to change their mind so to just stop and like not even try like there's no point in trying to argue with your parents or whoever it is about anything that you might disagree with but if they're talking about something that is triggering to you just allow your, you can voice that to them just be like hey i don't want to talk about this let's talk about something else and just re-navigate that because for me that's something i deal with all the time unfortunately because my dad only likes to talk about like three things and they're always just triggering things they're always just very triggering things and it's okay to talk about certain things but a lot of things that are talked about <laughs> with my dad they're just extreme they're very extreme views and it's just like I just want you to chat with me and like catch up with me that's kind of what I'm looking for right now I don't want to get into the end of the world and all that stuff right now I just want to relax you know what I mean but moral of the story that's kind of what I wanted to say to you guys about the holidays there's things that are going to come up there's things that are going to happen that are going to stress you out and it's all about the way that you react you can't control the things happening to you but you can control your reactions so just allow yourself to sit back relax as much as you can if you need to walk away walk away whatever it is that you're going through if you need to take a break and you are a little bit like socially overloaded take a break to recharge and then you know what i mean come back and feel better about it do what feels good the holidays can be a really stressful time but they can also be a great time that brings everybody together celebrating christmas or hanukkah or kwanzaa or whatever the heck it is that you're celebrating or if you don't celebrate that's amazing too whatever it is that you do i am totally behind it and i support you and I hope that you just have a great holiday, but leading into a few other ways to just make sure that you're kind of like staying on track and prioritizing yourself while you are at home and you're traveling for the holidays. I know, especially whenever you're someone who's used to routine and it makes you feel really good when you have that routine, it can be really triggering or just like extra stressful if you aren't doing things that you normally do. And it's totally okay if you're normally someone who goes to the gym. It is fine to take a break from the gym during the holidays. Do not feel like you have to keep working out, please. If you want to keep working out, that's a different story. Work out. But like for me, normally I work out five times a week and coming home so far, I haven't worked out, I want to say in like two or three days and that's okay. Am I itching to work out right now? Yeah, I absolutely am. And I wanted to work out this morning, but I didn't get to. So tomorrow morning, I'm going to try to wake up early, work out before I go with Abby and do like an at-home workout downstairs with like dumbbells and stuff, anything. I just want to move my body because moving my body makes me feel good and keeps me mentally feeling good. So that's what I wanted to tell you. If that's something that normally makes you feel really good, working out or just whatever it is that you normally do in your routine that lifts you up and makes your mental health great, makes you just in a better mood overall, keep doing those things. If you normally take like vitamins or supplements, take them with you. If you normally have like an intensive nighttime routine that you like, whether it's your skincare or like 
certain things, like if you do like a mouthwash and all that stuff, whenever you, like bring all the stuff that makes you feel good so that whenever you're traveling and you're doing these things, you can kind of center and come back to those things that you find comfort in at home just to make you feel a little bit more put together. If you want to work out during the holidays, you can find ways to do that, whether it is even walking outside, like you can go for walks, you know what I mean? Even if it is snowy or whatever, like you can do it. It still will feel good, I promise. Even if it is a little bit cold, you can do at-home workouts if your house that you're staying in has like weights, or you can even do body-only workouts, you know what I mean? Push-ups, squats. You can still move your body, you know what I mean, without weights or without the gym. So that's another option. Or you could always either go to the gym if you have a car, if you drove somewhere, drive to a gym and go to the gym. And that's a nice escape to get away from people if you need a break too, just to kind of go and <laughs> take out maybe anger, sadness, whatever you're feeling, or just to feel good for the day and start your days working out or work out whenever you have time. But also, if you do not want to work out during the holidays, I am full send on that as well. Eat as much as you want. You know what I mean? Eat what feels good to you. If you want to have a bunch of cheese and meat on the charcuterie board, Please, like you're doing yourself a disservice if you are not eating the food that you want to eat during the holidays, okay? It is totally fine. I am the queen of overeating during the holidays. I will eat whatever. Um, so do whatever feels good to you. Eat as much as you want. Do whatever feels good to you and eat what feels good to you. Even if you're someone who has like goals with working out and all that stuff and maybe you count calories normally, do not be super hard on yourself about eating a cookie or like something like that during the holidays, please. If anything, I just want to support like a positivity around eating, food positivity if you will, and eat what feels good, please. Counting your calories is fine if that's something that you enjoy doing, but don't be extra harsh on yourself and don't not eat something just so you can eat your cookie. Like eat, just eat what you want and just allow yourself to kind of be a little slack if, if that's something you want to do. Do whatever feels good, but I'm just here to tell you I support that. Another thing for me that's been helping since I've been home so far, I know it's only been a day, so stay tuned. I'll keep you guys updated if like something isn't working or whatever, but one, I do have a need to want to work out currently. So it's been a few days. I would love to work out tomorrow morning or tomorrow at some point. So that's a goal that I'm currently shooting for. Um, and also waking up and doing my morning routine still. So me, it's reading my devotional in the morning, doing my morning affirmations, gratitude. I just got my five minute journal in the mail. I'm super excited to start using that. So I want to read, there's like a few things before you get started with your journaling. I want to read all those pages too, just to kind of, I think it's cool. There's, it, it explains your morning and your nighttime routine and why they made like this five minute journal and the importance of it and all that stuff. So I'm super excited. I'll let you guys know about it, but I will link it if you would like to get it. It is on Amazon. I will have the link to that in this bio. But anyways, that is something just because in general, I wanted that five minute journal just to make it easy for me to put that time aside because sometimes currently where I'm at right now with doing those things without it being in the five minute journal, my brain, the way that it works, I'll be like, oh my God, like I will put it off because I'm like, oh, I don't have time for that. But it's like, I have all these other things to do. But in reality, if I'm not taking the time for myself in the morning to do those things that make me feel good, I am pretty much setting myself up for failure. I'm not allowing myself to be as prepared for the day as I could have been if I would have just given myself that moment to chill out, take time for myself because it really puts your mind in a place where you're able to kind of just chill, relax more, you're better at making decisions, you're more at peace with yourself and more patient with 
yourself in general, I would say, whenever you take the time to do those things. And I think it's important to do. It just promotes self-love and just gives you a moment to kind of get to know yourself a little bit more, which I think is really important. So basically making sure that you're doing those things that make you feel good normally in the morning. So even if you're journaling, like I think journaling, especially when you're home, could be really, 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 really crucial. I probably should do it myself, but this is honestly very therapeutic for me to just get on here and talk to you guys too. But writing things down about what's going on, like how are you feeling, checking in with yourself maybe in the morning, like how am I feeling on a scale of 1 to 10, write it, and then what's bothering you, and then at the end of the day, allow yourself to kind of check in, how am I feeling again, you know what I mean, or whatever, you can just brain dump and kind of get all your thoughts out, all of that is good, and all that's going to make you feel lighter and better, and more mentally clear in general, but I think it's important just to kind of do those things, allow yourself to have slow mornings, or like maybe do some yoga in the morning, or go for a walk with your dog, whatever it may be, whatever makes you feel good normally, do those things still and try to prioritize them even though you're on vacation and even though you work home for the holidays, if you want. I am sharing these things for you to keep your mental health in check basically, because for me, especially someone like I've shared, maybe it's not like a super, super, super like easy, stress-free thing that I'm dealing with, you know what I mean? But if you're someone who doesn't really wanna do those things and you really don't feel like you have a problem going home or whatever, do whatever you want, truthfully. I'm just here to help anybody. If you don't want to do any of these things, that's fine. But even for someone that has like a perfect family, let's say per se, I don't know if one of those exists, but even for people that are really close with their family or maybe going home for the holidays isn't so stressful. Doing these things I'm telling you about, I swear to God, will make you feel better, even better. So I would recommend doing them still or doing some of them. Doing something that makes you feel good still in the morning, whatever that normally is for you. I don't know what it is. Even if it's jam into a playlist before you like go out and like socialize with someone, do that. Just making time for the people that are important to you. So still like talking to your friends a little bit um, that kind of recharge you, make you feel good, even if they are currently visiting family somewhere else, or maybe they're still back in the state that you live in, or and just prioritizing the people you care about. So if you want to see people, make sure you're seeing them. Even if maybe you are going through a little bit of a mentally tough time, it makes you feel better. And it makes them feel better when you see them too. Like another huge thing I want to focus on super quick. It's not all about you. Like for real, it's not all about you. I think that's something that's super important to understand and stand by because especially around the holidays, take a look at the people in your life. Not only is it, what are you going through? What are they going through? Like, what do they need from you right now? Do they need you to listen to them a little bit more? Do they need you to spend a little bit more time with them and vent because they're feeling extra alone? and like they don't have anyone, maybe they need a phone call. You know what I mean? Maybe they need you to check in so they can vent to you a little bit because they're going through a tough time as well. All those things, within reason, do what feels good for you. Do not allow people to be robbing you of your peace. If you feel like you're already mentally like capped and you can't be giving anymore, do not. But if you're feeling all right and you're kind of doing okay, I just want you to know it feels so good when you are giving those people that are important to you in your life the things that they need from you as well. Priceless stuff, time. And you know what I mean? Time and understanding and just some advice or whatever it may be. It's really, really, really good to just be in person with the people that you love and you care about, especially in times that they or that you need them or that they need you the most. Even if something stresses you out normally, like maybe for you, it would be spending time with a parent, taking the time to make sure that you are spending time with that parent because they want to see you and they want to spend time with you. 
within reason. I can't speak for everyone, you know what I mean? But for my certain situation, for me, spending time with my dad can be a stressful thing, but it's also something that I do find joy in and me and him are very alike and we do get along. So everyone's a little bit different, but just making sure that you're prioritizing everybody in your life, especially if you are so important to them, please make some time to prioritize them as well. I can hear my dad upstairs currently and it's 11:47, and I'm wrapping up on here, but I wanted to share a few more things with you guys. But I already know he's going to be like, what are you doing down there? What are you doing? Just a little side note. My dad doesn't know I have a podcast yet. <laughs> so the way he would find me right now would look a little sus. I am in a bathroom with a computer chair with my computer plugged in on the sink sitting in this room. <laughs> so please just laugh at that for a second with me. But I don't know what he's doing up there. But I'm going to try to wrap this up super quick and just share with you guys my New Year's goals of the year. So things that I'm trying to figure out things that I want to incorporate in the year coming up for everybody. This can be different. You're going to have your own goals, things that you want to do, but I think it's really fun. You don't have to have new year's resolutions per se, if that's not something you want new year's goals, goals in general, it's so important to be setting goals, even every month, even every week, something you want to improve on something you want to get better at. Even if that's saving money, eating out less, waking up early, doing your dishes a little bit more, cleaning your house a little bit more, walking your dog, whatever it may be. I don't know, but I think goals are really important to have for sure. And they keep you in a good headspace, constantly improving, growing, working on yourself. And it holds you accountable to become the best version of yourself, which I think we should always be looking to grow and change for the better. So new year's goals in general, whatever it may be, I would encourage you to get a journal out, get a little list out in your phone or whatever, and write just a few things you want to improve on within the next year and try to find ways that you can do that. I'm going to share mine and maybe that will encourage you to maybe have some of the same as mine or give you some type of motivation or inspo. Some new year's goals of mine would be one, wake up early every day. So between five or five 30 on weekdays is something that I really want to start doing to maximize my productivity and my mental health overall Two, meditate daily to calm my mind, wake up slowly and promote positive thoughts. Three, perfect my morning and nighttime routine. So just really get a hold of those because like in the morning, I want to be waking up early and utilize my mornings, getting things done that normally I would get done at the end of the day so that I can have my nights to work or I could even work in the mornings before I go to work and then have my nights to clean, you know what I mean? Or whatever it may be, just like learning how I want my days and how I want to structure and organize those. If, once you perfect your nighttime routine as well, that is going to perfect you one, getting to bed earlier and promoting a great morning routine. So for me, I want to be going to bed earlier as well. It goes hand in hand kind of with my waking up early. I want to be in bed by like 10 PM at the latest, if I can help it, maybe 10 30 at the latest, but I would say 10 at the latest would be great just because I am going to be wanting to get up early, like 5 AM ish, even 10 would be great, but just trying to keep small goals with yourself. So you're not overwhelming yourself right off the bat. You want to be patient with yourself and make sure that you're setting goals that are easy for you to follow. So you don't want to be like waking up super early right away, like hours early. You want to do it in like increments of time. So like 15 or 20 minutes earlier than you normally would. That will get your body used to it. And then as the weeks go on, you can keep making that time bigger and bigger so that you're waking up even earlier so that you can do even more in the mornings if that's what you want to do, work out before work, whatever that may be. In general, I really just want to perfect my morning and my nighttime routine, start waking up early, going to bed earlier, meditate every day. Number four, walk Marshall, my dog, two times a day, morning and evening. So the earlier I get up, I can walk him before I go to work or start my work day or whatever it is. And then I can also walk him later at night. So it's good for him. It's good for me. 
mentally and for him physically, all that stuff. Number five, eat out less. I want to put more time into planning meals I look forward to every week and staying consistent with meal planning, even for the weekends and planning meals for the weekends. So one to two times a week max for eating out is currently my goal for the new year because I eat out at Chipotle three times a week and then sometimes I'll eat out other things as well. It's just not good for me financially and not that I can't afford it, but it's just, I want to, I want to be more financially successful and just feel good with my money and not be throwing money away at nothing. Like it's just laziness. If I'm just planning more and making sure that I'm finding meals that I'm excited to make one, that's making me a better in the kitchen because I'm cooking more and it's just going to help me in plenty of ways. And it's going to make me more creative and stuff too, even for like content creating and all that. Cause I love to share like recipes and like certain things that I'm sharing with my meal prep and all that stuff with you guys. But then also on top of that, um, I'm going to be saving money because I'm going to be eating out less and I'm going to be just staying more on track with my fitness goals as well because I feel like eating out as much as I do I'm like oh my gosh I feel like I'm puffy in the face all the time even though I'm sure it could just be me being dramatic but you know what I mean the more food that you eat that makes you feel good you want to keep doing that the more food that you eat out you want to keep doing that because you're craving all that salt all that stuff the more you don't eat out the less you crave it but your girl's all for eating out and I have a very severe Chipotle addiction. So I'm going to really try to just eat out at Chipotle once a week, twice a week if it's a bad week. But I'm trying not to even be like that because I know once I start making excuses for myself, it just never stops. So once a week for Chipotle, hold me to it. Number six, I kind of just went over a little bit, but it's really just starting to save my money in general and staying consistent with budgeting. I always am paying my bills. I'm always doing my stuff. I'm always paying everything on time. My credit's good, but I really feel like I could be better at saving my money and just making sure that I am setting myself up better when it comes to my finances and just being more financially free because I want to pay off like my student debt. I want to pay off my credit card stuff. Like I don't, I don't want to have bills. I want, or I don't want to have debt. I want to make sure I'm paying off my debt. So that's huge for me this year. I do want to pay off any debt that I have if I can. Just staying consistent with budgeting. So I'll share that stuff with you guys too. Things were, cause Abby has broken down for me like how to budget, but I've gotten a little lazy with it. So I'm going to try to really perfect my budgeting and I will share anything that you guys want to know about that as well. I could do a whole episode on budgeting if you want. Once I learn more, cause right now I don't feel super confident for me to sit down and tell you, but I could definitely figure it out. Cause I'm going to be trying to be on point with that in the new year for sure. Number seven, just trying new things. So coffee shops, workout classes. I've never had a Pilates class. I've done yoga classes, but even just doing more of those things, I think it's fun. I think it forces you out of your comfort zone and it shows you what you like and what you don't like. And it just shows you different ways to work out and move your body, which I think is great. And then also just exploring Austin more, doing things that make me uncomfortable. So if your instinct is to not do something, force yourself to do it. That's what I'm telling myself because the more that you allow yourself to believe you can't do certain things because your mind's telling you that you can't, your mind like will make you believe that because you're not going to want to do it. So you're going to feel like, oh, I couldn't do that. No, you can do those things. I promise. So do them. Okay. Just do them. So just forcing myself to do things that make me uncomfortable, I think is huge. And I think I do that now, but definitely like incorporating it more. I love doing new things, to be honest. I love exploring. I love doing adventurous stuff. So I think that this will be easy, but just kind of forcing myself to do more things that make me feel uncomfortable. Number eight is educating myself on multiple streams of income to fully step away from dental hygiene. So I love dental hygiene to an extent. I don't fully know when I'll step away from it fully, but my goal this past year is to be done at the end of the year. And I'm not going to be, I'm, I can't, I'm not at that point right now. 
Um, and I don't hate dental hygiene. Like I enjoy doing it like a couple days a week, but I can't be doing that shit full time. I've told you guys about that. So me just finding more ways to make money without dental hygiene and just really sticking to them and just really investing my time into those things so that I can step away from that. So that is my goal by the end of next year. I really don't think that I'll be in dental hygiene. I think I am on track to do those things and to get out of hygiene. I think to even be more financially successful than what I am at the moment. There are so many avenues and so many ways to make money these days and I'm super excited to educate myself. And then once I know I can also educate you guys. So if you want me to do episodes on that as well, at some point, let me know. But that's basically all I have for you guys right now, but I hope you have a great Christmas. I hope you have a great new year. doesn't matter if you're going somewhere to spend your new year's. It doesn't matter if you're not doing anything. To be honest, I would love to not be doing stuff for new year's a little bit between you and me. I would kind of love to be doing nothing, but I will be in New Orleans. So a little life update for me. I will be in Pennsylvania. So I'm currently here until the 26th, I believe is when I'm going to leave. And I'm going to leave first thing in the morning, the day after Christmas, and I will get into Austin the night of the 27th. And then that gives me one day in Austin, the 28th, and then I'm leaving on the 20 freaking 9th. Okay. I know. Um, I'm leaving on the 29th to drive to New Orleans with Abby and her husband. So that is the scoop. I will be in New Orleans for just a few days. I think it's the 29th to like the 1st like just a very few amount of days, um, celebrating my friend Kayla's 30th birthday. Happy birthday, Kayla. It's all about you, baby girl. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be fun. I'm very excited to experience New Orleans with them and have fun, especially because Abby is moving to North Carolina. It'll be fun for us all to hang out, um, and have a trip like that before she leaves. Cause I think she'll be leaving in March, but basically, so I have a busy couple like weeks here. So I'm off from hygiene until like the fourth of January and then I'm working again but basically got a lot of travel coming up the next couple weeks so I'm just gonna enjoy being home making the most of it like I just told you guys and also taking that time if you need a break socially take a little break like here and there if you need it because I know I am someone that does need breaks and I do love alone time but just doing the most of whatever I can do to make sure that I'm kind of showing up good in situations like this and just having fun so I'm very excited for New Orleans and I will let you guys know all about it I'll give you all the tea and also I think other than that life update like I just told you guys like what I'm going through what I'm dealing with so that's where I'm at I have the two-day drive back from Pennsylvania to Texas on the 26th and 27th I'll probably stop in Memphis the first day and then I'll be back in Austin and then I'll be kind of getting ready for the new year setting myself up for success with my goals and stuff probably like cleaning out my closet organizing my cabinets just doing everything because I do want to get new clothes I just want to I just want to be the best me that I can be. You know what I'm saying? So that's where we're at. Mental health tip of the week. Chill out. Okay. I think I've given you guys enough in this episode, but just chill out. And I would say the thing that I would recommend doing would be maybe to do the journaling exercise that I told you in the beginning, the whole like check in with yourself in the mornings before you do anything when you're at home, see how you're doing. And then at night, check in with yourself again, see how you're doing, what's going on in your days to really stress you out. You know what I mean? You can kind of find it that way. What happened? And once you write it down, it makes it real. You know what I mean? A little bit. So you can't really dissociate and ignore it as much as you normally would. That's one thing. I guess another mental health tip that I have for you is just force yourself to do something that maybe your mind's like, "Mm, I don't want to do that. Even if it's a social gathering, go. Even if you leave after like 30 minutes or something, go, just have, go show yourself that you can do something like that. Have some fun. And you don't also have to drink as much as you used to. I'm going to also tell you that you can, if you want, 
but it's very normal and healthy for you to not be drinking as much as maybe you once did. So if you normally get really drunk in certain situations, it's okay to not do that anymore. If that's something that you don't want to do. I know social situations can be like anxiety triggering in general, um, and make you want to drink more, but I'm here to tell you, you don't have to do that. Like just allow yourself to chill. I have more fun sober these days. Um, but it is, it's fun to drink with your friends and stuff. And I'm all about being an, an idiot sometimes, but don't feel like you have to do that. If you no longer feel like that part of yourself is serving you, it's okay for you to just chill out and just not drink like that anymore. I don't know me personally. I'm talking to like myself. I used to drink like an idiot, but that all comes back to a lot of other things. So I love you guys so, so much. And thank you for listening. I think it's hilarious. I got on here and I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to make this a really, really quick episode. It's 52 minutes currently. So I'm not going to do a ton of editing to this. I'm going to try to get it out for you guys possibly tomorrow if I can. But again, I love you so, so much. And I hope you guys have a great Christmas. And I hope that you have a great time with whoever you're spending your days with. Even if it's yourself, do something that makes you feel good. Watch Christmas movies or don't watch or eat your favorite food. Thank you for tuning in. And if you haven't already, please go rate the podcast five stars. I would love that. I don't know if I'll see you next Monday. Um, just because of me traveling, I might have it in me to do another episode while I'm home. I feel like it's good for me to do another episode while I'm home. So I might be posting an episode next week, but stay tuned. This might be the last one of this year, but I will keep you updated on like social media and stuff. But as of right now, I might see you next Monday. Regardless, I will see you guys soon. Happy holidays and safe travels wherever you're going.